This is News Talk 980 CKNW. What an absolutely glorious day today for love and everything that goes along with it. Good evening. I am Maureen McGrath, a registered nurse in the field of sexual health, author of the book Sex and Health, Why One Can't Come Without the Other, researcher, blogger, clinician, TED speaker, and your resource to help that start that conversation, answer your questions, and help you discover new and exciting things about sex, health, your body, love, and your relationship. Good evening. This is the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW, where I make no innuendos, no judgments, and certainly no apologies. Just fearless, straight-up talk about sex, health, your body, and everything that goes along with it. Uh, Let's hope for you it'll be illuminating, educational, get you thinking, and a little bit of fun. So please stay with me. Uh, Do put the kitties to bed, though. Give you some warning. We are talking the sexy talk tonight, and uh, it may not be appropriate for the little ones, so... I know it's going to be harder to get those kids to bed because uh, it is staying a little bit lighter a bit longer, which is so great. There is one aspect of sexual health that is dark, and that is the area of sexual abuse, unwanted sexual advances, pedophilia, rape. Of course, for those of you who have been sexually assaulted or abused in any way, you are never far from my heart. I hope nothing in this show triggers anything for you, and I wish you all the best on your healing journey. You are always in my thoughts and prayers, and I am so saddened to hear of any abuse situations that do occur. So um, thank you so much for being with me tonight. It's always my pleasure to be with you. Hello, Matt. How are you? Yeah, fantastic. Oh, good. It's really nice to see a little bit of light out behind you right now. Isn't that lovely? It's just like the biggest mood booster in the world. Love is in the air every day and every night. Now we can have that. (laughs) It was gorgeous today. A little chilly. Yeah, it was a bit windy. windy. Yeah, yes. it was a bit windy. Went to the park with the dog. But it was, it was beautiful. Packed. Was it now? Yeah, yeah it was great. Oh, well, I started my sun run training. Oh, awesome. It's about time. Uh, it's only 20 days away or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> 19 days away. Um, didn't go too well, but anyway, at least I'm training. <laughs> Other years I haven't trained, so <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, so all's well with you. Did you have any great April Fool's Day uh, you know jokes what? happen? I, I didn't. Last year, actually, I someone in my program, I got some old lipstick and I wrote on his car that I'm pregnant. Um, <laughs> he was, was more good. he was more upset about the fact that he had to clear uh, dried uh, lipstick off his car. But I, I, <laughs> I did find out one story that Pornhub, and I think they kind of take the cake this year for uh, for pranking their uh, their their customers their followers their subscribers so what they did is that anyone who went on Pornhub on April 1st noticed when they clicked their first video this sign came up and said thank you for sharing Pornhub now has automatically shared your video this video over all of your media accounts oh my gosh and quickly when you read further they said that this was a joke but imagine i I could think of a few people that had heart attacks after that happened i can imagine now uh did did were there any responders did anybody um i saw a few tweets and people were like you know what Pornhub, you you got me like (laughs) (laughs) like good on you (laughs) okay i told a couple of april fools jokes because it's tradition in my family and uh Everybody believed everything I said. It was so pathetic that I couldn't believe. I, I actually, one of them was that I had, uh, we had the, the, the horrific rain this week and, and it started raining in my car. So I brought it to the dealership and uh, I got it back, obviously. They repaired it. And uh, I 
told a few people that the dealership was giving me a brand new car uh, and the um, the better model, you know, the higher, <laughs> the bigger, better car that I could get it in black with taupe interior, you know, like, and they were so excited <laughs> and <laughs> just carried on as though that would happen. And they were just like, yeah, well, you know, that, that type of car dealership, they really service their people. Well, you know, <laughs> like, no, they actually give you nothing. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, so that was believed. And then I, I said that I was uh, invited to speak in the Dominican Republic and I could bring a friend. <laughs> And so that was a seven-day all-inclusive uh, at the Sandals Resort, which was built on the water. And anyway, that was believed as well. I kept carrying on. <laughs> Anyhow, so finally when I said I was giving my dog away to uh, a farm in Langley, <laughs> then they said, April fools. So they didn't go over too well. But anyway, it's always a fun day to uh, pull something over on people. Anyway, um, we are talking about Lots of subjects related to sex tonight. And a lot of people wonder, you know, a lot of people want to meet somebody and they don't know how to go about that. So I'm going to review some of the top dating sites in Vancouver and British Columbia uh, for you this evening to help you get going and find that love this spring for you. And also, you know, that sex thing, it feels so darn good, doesn't it? Why? So I'm going to review exactly what is happening in your body, in your brain and in your body. Uh, during sex. And so, ooh, there's a tweet. <laughs> there's a text. Um, anyway, we're going to review why it feels so darn good. And if sex didn't feel so darn good, we may not have to deal with this issue. What would you do if you received a message on social media that said, and I'm going to use a, uh, I'm going to do an accent here. <laughs> I don't know why. You are such an attractive and hot woman. What would you do with that? Uh, you know, flattery might get you everywhere, but that could lead you into trouble in this day of social media, in this age in which we're living in. And cyber infidelity is a big issue for people, and it really can wreak havoc on relationships, whether or not you've ever encountered the person that you are sexting with and sending those hot photos to. So that leads me to the perfect segue of the broken heart. It's amazing how painful, physically painful, a broken heart is. And there's some science behind that. And I will review that. I had a patient in my clinical practice recently who found out that her husband was online with actually a number of women. But when she first found out, she actually had a panic attack and it warranted a trip to the emergency department. They actually called the ambulance. Her three children were there. She couldn't breathe. And, you know, this is uh, devastating for people in part um, because of what is written in some of those sexed messages. And I will review some of those a little bit later on in the program. Um, so also how about that sexism? Do you face that? I face it, uh, all the time. And sometimes I actually let it go. Sometimes I just think, you know what? Uh, I'm just going to accept it and move on. You know, other times I, it gets my Irish up, but, um, Julia Gillard, the former PM of Australia had a fabulous speech about it and why we women should not be bullied into not calling sexism out. I happen to agree with her. So we'll talk a little bit about sexism and, and email me, sextalk at cknw.com or call me 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell if you've had any instances of sexism. We also have the Love It or List It lady 
The real estate agent and interior designer extraordinaire Debbie Evans joins me to talk bedroom antics and sexy furniture. We've got some some fun happening uh, in your bedroom, perhaps your living room, dining room, kitchen, and hallway as well. (laughs) And I'm going to... believe last week I promised you my low glycemic index diet for better erections and better sexual health overall. But first, it's been said uh, that, uh, but there's also some new research that actually debunks this. So, but it, there's a common thought that females want to have babies, not sex, and men want sex, not babies. But a relation like, Relationship like this is not sustainable regardless. And this is not limited to heterosexual couples as desired discrepancy is common in same-sex marriages as well. So how do couples with kids balance couple and family time? Well, I'm going to give you a few ideas on how you can balance it all. I am Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. I am Maureen McGrath hosting the show for you this evening. It's always my pleasure to be here with you. And uh, thank you for being here with me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all of your emails. And I don't want to forget, uh, remember last week I couldn't think of the the um, hockey <laughs> league. Well, it wasn't the Adult Safe Hockey League, the ASHL. And it wasn't uh, uh, some of the other. It was an old, it was for guys over the age of 35 and was, there was one in particular that always struck me so funny and I did remember it but not before this fellow Jim wrote me this nice little note he just wrote beer league <laughs> what I was thinking of uh, anyway I was thinking of old timers hockey so he writes beer league hi nurse even for gotcha okay your name I do tune in <laughs> your delivery and experience makes a one listen Thanks for the reply. Nice. <laughs> so it wasn't beer league, but that was good. It was the old timers hockey league, which you only had to be 35, 36 years old. I think you had to be over 35. Not that I played hockey ever, <laughs> but I knew somebody who did uh, played in that league. So, uh, but there apparently is tons of hockey leagues around. Anyway, that is uh, one thing. Also, um, I, I love when you email me. It's fantastic. It, you, you know, it actually helps me out. It helps me to educate you and learn about what you want to learn about. And, you know, I'm a bit of a people pleaser at heart, so I like to do that. Uh, but I also, on my TED Talk, if you haven't watched that yet, if you are not one of the 2.2 million viewers... <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, you've watched it 117,000 oh, times yeah, for like me, 75. right? Yeah, okay, perfect. <laughs> um, anyway, but I get great comments on that as well. And I try to respond to everybody. You know, oftentimes they'll, well, not often, but sometimes they'll be negative and it'll like one, but I love the negative ones too, because one guy wrote, I didn't know that TEDx was done on a ship because I was rocking back and forth. <laughs> A little bit. Anyway, that was a good comment, huh? Brilliant. But uh, so for the most part, people have shared their experiences of their relationships, their marriages, their life, their life generally without sex and in their marriage. And there's also there are people who are like, well, I like sex and I like sex. So why don't why don't we hook up? So there's there are budding romances on there as well. But I think this guy for this week takes the cake. And he wrote, letter to my beloved wife. 
uh, for Valentine's during the past year. I've seduced you 365 times. I have succeeded 36 times, an average of 1 in 10. The following is a list of why I didn't succeed. We'll wake the children seven times. Windows are open. Neighbors will hear five times. It's too hot, 15 times. It's too cold, 15 times. It's too early, 52 times. It's too late, 23 times. Pretending to be asleep, 49 times. Headache, 16 times. Toothache, two times. You have your period, 68 times. Too much to eat, too full, eight times. Not in the mood, 14 times. You'll mess my hair. Let's hope. Ten times. Watching The Late Show, seven times. Company in the next room, ten times. The children are up, seven times. Total, 329 times during the 36 times I did succeed. The activity was not entirely satisfactory because three times you decided the ceiling needed painting. Four times you chewed gum the whole time. Four times you watched television over my shoulder. Eighteen times you told me to hurry up and get it over with. Six times I had to wake you up to tell you we were finished. And one time I was afraid I had hurt you because I felt you move. <laughs> that might be the best email you've ever read. When are you writing that book again about brilliant. emails? I, <laughs> exactly. This is a definite includer honey it's no damn wonder i drink so much your beloved husband well that can be one issue that can impact a relationship company coming 10 times that's a fair bit the kids being up um you know the hair getting messed the tv's in the bedroom so there's a few issues there but kids can get in the way certainly of uh the sex in a marriage and the relationship in a marriage so it's important that a couple balances that family and couple time and i think number one um that you must remember after you have the children that you have a relationship and many especially women, and I don't mean to call women out or blame women because guys are certainly responsible here as well. And this happens in same-sex relationships, as I said, and desire discrepancy is, in com- is, is very common. And quite often, one person has a higher sexual desire than the other person. So you have to remember, your relationship really comes first. The kids are fantastic, but the relationship has to come first. You have to put your intimate, romantic relationship, partnered relationship on the front burner. You've got to have fun. In Fighting for Your Marriage, a book by Harold Markman, who has a PhD, he says the amount of fun partners have together is a key factor in predicting their overall marital happiness. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about this because a little bit later when I talk about cyber infidelity, because in some research that Marlene Wasserman has done in South Africa, she's a renowned sex therapist, She found that even though couples were happy in the relationship, reported being emotionally happy and connected and even sexually active, they still went outside of the relationship into the cyber world, which is so seductive. Um, But there are certain things you have to do. You need to schedule alone time with your partner, without the kids. Make that important. Put the kids to bed on time at a certain time and then have an hour together to chat, to talk about issues, talk about painting the ceiling, whatever, and to have sex. And yes, in this day and age where couples uh, often both people in the, you know, both uh, of the members of the couple 
need to go out and work because it's so darn expensive here in this city and in this province. Um, you know, you got to schedule sex. You can't be putting so much into your job and so much into the children and very little into your relationship. And you want to build that connection in small moments. So spending more time together in, uh, and just expressing some interest in the other person, maybe asking questions about their day-to-day life, uh, questions about their job, what's gone on with their job, in fact, um, and let your kids know that you value your role as partner and as parent. They are two distinct roles, but each one is equally as important. And then do spend quality time with the family, but do not forget that Sex is the tie that binds in the relationship. I am Maureen McGrath. You are listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. I am Maureen McGrath hosting this program for you. Always my pleasure. And thank you for being with me. I really appreciate it. Uh, A lot of you find yourselves alone again, uh, perhaps through divorce or the breakup of a relationship. Uh, And so you want to perhaps meet somebody and you might find it difficult. So you might think that you'll go online, but you don't really know where to go. Well, the first thing I want to say is I've had a number of guys in my clinical practice who want to have sex with women, whether they have a woman in their life or they're seeking a woman in their life, seeking a relationship but they actually have erectile dysfunction. I've actually said to men, do you actually expect her to have sex and perform with your flaccid penis? And they say yes. And I think, what honestly, they do. And they, they get upset and they think, why won't she have sex with me? I'm like, well, because you have like a, you know, serious one out of 10 erection function issues. You know, it is... Not going to happen. So first and foremost, before you go on that dating site, because you don't want to put that out there either. You don't want to (laughs) say, well, hi, I'm like a 48-year-old male with erectile dysfunction. Um, That, uh, Although that might uh, appeal to a lot of women with low sexual desire. I did have a patient who said she wanted to meet somebody that she could hang on the couch with, hold hands, watch movies, go out for dinner, and no sex. I'm like, they are lining up, sister. Oh, yeah, you will have no problem with that. I don't think so. But anyway, here is my little diet for you, my little lifestyle plan to improve your pecker's plan, basically. Um, It's a low glycemic index diet, meaning cutting the sugar out. And basically, sugar's in everything. Uh, Sex is about blood flow, and this is why this is important. So cutting down on the sugar decreases the inflammatory response. It actually helps the blood flow better through all of your arteries, vessels, and your member as well. Uh, So what I recommend for breakfast is... A mostly egg white omelet. So, you know, you can have like a four or five egg white omelet with just a little bit of yolk for to help your little testosterone level. You need to use cooking spray. So I recommend Pam. I don't have any shares in the company or anything. And generally, uh, about half to three quarters of a cup of three vegetables. So you can use mushrooms or red peppers, zucchini, or other low glycemic vegetables, which there are a number of them. Artichokes, artichoke hearts, asparagus, bamboo shoots, bean sprouts, 
broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, celery, cucumber, eggplant, leeks, lentils, beans, collard greens, kale, mustard, turnip, mushrooms, okra, onions, pea pods, peppers, radish, rutabaga, squash, sugar snap peas, Swiss chard, tomato, water chestnuts, watercress, I know tomatoes are fruit, zucchini, cabbage, green, bok choy, Chinese, make it a little bit different, spice it up, baby, salad greens, endive, escarole, iceberg lettuce, throw anything in there, any one of these, spinach, argula, radicchio, uh, so that's the type of omelet you start with. And you know what? It's quite big and it will actually fill you up in the morning. Did I mention you have to cut down on the alcohol as well? It's a fair bit of, uh, sugar in alcohol and of course the calories. And then that leads to the beer gut. And that's also a big turnoff for us women and other men. If you're, uh, in a same sex, if you prefer the same sex. So the big gut can be a turnoff. So um, do I have to give you the cooking instructions on how to make an omelet? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm actually not a great cook. <laughs> but um, just saute the veggies, add the egg white mixture, cook to taste. You can even add a little tofu cheese if you want. You can pick that up at the supermarket. And then around 10 o'clock, you're going to get hungry. If you eat around 6.30 in the morning like I do. Um, so for a snack, you want to have like three quarters of a cup or a cup of plain Greek yogurt, and then add about a half to three quarters of a cup of berries, like raspberries or blueberries or blackberries. I heat them up in the microwave, um, and then just add it to the Greek yogurt and it fills you up. And then lunch, you want to have protein. So chicken or fish. If you are in the Boston area, you can go to legal seafood and order the Crab cake, it's the best in the world, let me tell you. But since we're on the West Coast, we don't have that here. But, you know, crab or um, halibut, um, any any kind of fish you like, or chicken, about the size of your palm, a palm of your hand. And uh, a green salad and some sautéed vegetables is nice. If you must have salad dressing, I'm not a big fan, but if you must have it, oil and vinegar, just a little bit, and spray it on. So that can be... Um, uh, that can be... <laughs> I'm just reading some of the text messages that I'm getting about this diet. Uh, somebody asked me, what about regular cheese? No regular cheese. Tofu cheese. cheese. You can have a cube of cheese a day. That's about all. Um, so no to the regular cheese. Um, uh, and then for afternoon snack, you'll want to have, there's, there's something called Breton crackers, B-R-E-T-O-N. And they, you know, have low glycemic index and they're a little bit of carb. Do you have a question there, Matt? I'm just surprised about cheese. I think I'd rather have erectile problems than not <laughs> eat cheese for the rest of my life. <laughs> Listen, is it sex or cheese? <laughs> it's cheesy sex. Right now it's cheese, to be honest. <laughs> well, the tofu cheese, you'll get very accustomed to tofu cheese. It's very good, actually. You know what? This is a whole change to your palate. This is... <laughs> <laughs> um, so we can, am I turning everybody off to sex out there, um, through this, but, um, <laughs> somebody else texted regular, regular protein, regular protein. Yes. Chicken, fish, whatever. Okay. Let's get back on track. Afternoon snack. So you pick up these Breton crackers and they, they come in minis. So you want to, you can have like 12 of them for the afternoon. And that's good. And then 
a slice of tofu cheese. I know. Or you can have your cube of cheese then. Cheese is bad for your heart, okay? It's not good. And then a small apple. And then dinner, you want to saute some more vegetables, salad, no dressing, some more protein again. You know, you can have some jello, like sugar-free jello. You can make that. Or, you know, I'm sure this recipe, I'm sure there's cookbooks out there that you can use all of this. But your fridge will look beautiful. It'll be multicolored. And thinking the entire time that your blood is flowing better. And honestly, guys that um, that I give this lifestyle plan to, within a month, they honestly all come back. They've lost weight. Their abdominal girth is lower. Their blood pressure is lower. And they they are able to have sex. And they may have even had sex. Uh, so... Something else I wanted to mention, there's something called veggie ground round that you can get in the organic section. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah. so you can mix your vegetables with that, add a little mustard, um, no ketchup that has sugar in it, but just add a little mustard, maybe put some chopped tomatoes on the top, sauteed vegetables. But you know what? You take this, and it's up to you to be creative To um, for all of the sexy chefs out there. um, Make variations on the theme. Add spices and herbs. Have meat only about once or twice a week and make sure it is lean. Um, No citrus fruits or, you know, limited citrus fruits, really limited on the alcohol. Uh, If, you know, cut it out altogether. Uh, No rice, no potato, no flour, no bread, no fun. (laughs) But you will have sex. (laughs) And berries are good. And you want to make sure that you drink Six to eight cups of water a day, water-based fluids, which is basically water and milk. You can't have that much milk, but you can have a little bit of milk. Um, and uh, you, the reason you want to have six to eight cups of water a day is because you don't want to have any bladder problems. And that you want to actually drink enough water-based fluids so that your urine is clear 90% of the time. And dilute urine is less irritating to the bladder than concentrated urine. So drinking water is really important. Herbal teas are fine. And um, uh, one you can have one cup of coffee or one cup of green tea. You can use Coffee Mate. I actually like Coffee Mate and, and Sugar Twin or something like that. Uh, that's We're getting a little bit unhealthy. I know that. Like I realize, but, you know, a girl has to have her vices, right? Uh, <laughs> so... Um, but anyhow, those are the kinds of things to get through. And, you know, if you need more, to, if you need to increase it, you can always have Greek salad. That'll be way more fun. <laughs> Greek style. Just kidding. Um, add all the seasonings you want and, you know, make this, you know, take this on and you will feel better. Your mood will be better. You'll have more energy. And I guarantee you will have more sex. Now, when I come back, we're going to go to those dating sites because you are all prepared now. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on Newstalk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on Newstalk 980 CKNW. I am Maureen McGrath hosting this program for you. You know, going, I was just talking about low glycemic index, losing some weight, increasing blood flow, better sex, blah, blah. And I get a reminder right in the middle of that, that, um, you know, don't forget about Chewy's Oyster Bar tomorrow night. I have a meeting there uh, at six o'clock. And so going to a restaurant is, can be a challenge um, for people because, you know, what do you choose? in the restaurant and is there going to be something that you'll be able to eat and that's always my concern 
Um, and I see that they have the fried Fanny Bay oysters on the menu, so I'm totally psyched. Um, but classic oysters, Rockefeller, pork belly, crackling. I mean, it all sounds good to me, but you have to say, you know what? No, you have to be disciplined and look to the salad. So they have kale salad. Um, and steamers might be good. I always say steam clams uh, works out well. I somehow let them into my life. But uh, anyway, so yeah, going to restaurants can be a big issue. And that's certainly an issue for me where I have, you know, do a lot of events and do a lot of speaking engagements. and They hold them in restaurants. No longer do I eat the dinner. Um, when I have to present, but uh, during the meetings, I do. But steamed food is good, you know, and so that's why, um, you know, choose restaurants that um, offer healthy selections. But, uh, okay, so now you've lost some weight, you've got a lower abdominal girth, the blood is flowing, the heart is pumping, and you want to go online and meet somebody. So, Zoosk is one of the most popular sites in Canada, but it actually offers quite a unique experience for each and every member because they take an intuitive approach to matchmaking. They have a behavioral matchmaking engine, and I believe that was developed by a PhD. So it constantly learns your likes and dislikes and then suggests matches for you based on your preferences. So that's kind of nice. Um, so the more you use this, the better it understands you and the more likely you are to find that person you are looking for. And they are very serious about safety. They do this photo verification, which I don't quite understand, but in, because I think anybody can upload any photo that looks like anybody or whatever can be from 20 years ago. Um, but they they ensure that the photo uploaded to the site is the real deal. I'm not really sure what that means, um, but they guarantee that you'll never wonder if the person you're speaking to is too good to be true. <laughs> I think they're all too good to be true. But anyway, um, so you can't, I guess you, it, it eliminates the risk of fake profiles and phony photos. So then you've all heard of Match.com. It's one of the biggest and best dating sites. They have a six-month money-back guarantee. You have nothing to lose by signing up. And uh, so they make the whole dating process really simple. And there's lots of extras for new members who are new to chatting with other singles online. Uh, they help you to create a great profile. I remember helping people create profiles and they were like lying through the entire profile. And I would be like, why are you doing that? Have you encountered that, Matt, this whole? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, and it's just like, why won't you mention that you have children? Well, I don't want anyone to know that. Well, why won't you mention your eight, your correct age? Well, I don't really want that out there either. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> like when people don't look like their photos. That's probably my biggest. Does that anybody look like their photos in this day of Photoshop? <laughs> True. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I look way better online than I do in real life. <laughs> it's all of that. I mean, I am pretty good, at, pretty good at selfies. So <laughs> I'm horrible at selfies. There's, there's no software that will actually improve my appearance from a selfie. Um, but if anyone has one out there, I'd love to hear about it. Uh, so Match.com is, uh, is, is very popular, and these are the reasons why. They have lots of search tools that help you find exactly what you want, and they have uh, what's beneficial is they have these offline events and they have best um, restaurant and bar meetups. And so you can actually go out and meet actual internet humans, perhaps, uh, so that find the real deal in real life. So that's kind of fun. Um, 
especially if you're new to the dating game, uh, the online dating game in particular, and you need some help and some guidance, this uh, Match.com certainly offers that. And then there's always the elitist crowd, is there not? There's always the <laughs> untouchables, the uh, highbrowed, the high earners. Yeah, well, it's just like that. Were you talking about that new dating app for... The elitists or something? Elite singles? Elite That's singles. That's what I'm talking about is elite singles. Yeah, yes. apparently that just attracts the filth of the dating people. Is that right? Well, well it's everyone that everyone the that filthy thinks, rich? Or? No, that <laughs> the, the filthy narcissists that are so obsessed with, I, I'm, I'm so much better than everybody else. I want to find that person that's... With their nose way up in the air. Isn't like, isn't this? Um, don't you have to have a meet some criteria about a certain uh, tax bracket? Probably, perhaps. Yeah. So I thought this was dedicated to career driven daters. But you know what? There's a lot of career driven people out there, but they don't actually make any money. You know, they actually exaggerate how much money that they make. I actually heard somebody say recently that because of one thing she did. She went, her annual salary became monthly. I'm like, are you kidding me? Who is going to believe that <laughs> for a second? <laughs> I have to make so, it very clear that I only work weekends and I'm a student to girls <laughs> that I meet because I'm not taking you out for dinner. But the potential is massive. What do you mean you're not taking them out for dinner? Oh, no way. No? Maybe you have like a fourth or fifth date. Oh, and why is that? Because I work weekends. Oh, okay. So they've got to they've got to be the real deal. <laughs> I'd rather go to like Science World or something, something fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, the eating is. Uh, it can be. It can be challenging to have dinner with somebody that uh, you don't really feel like having dinner with. Um, but when you sign up with Elite Singles, you'll be asked thirty questions about your passions, your hobbies, deal breakers, and and uh, other things like that. So there's. This is a test, and you have to sort of pass this test. This was created by leading psychologists, and it adds to the site's compatibility model, which, of course, the ultimate goal is to find someone completely suited to you. And then this one's really interesting because they've had, I think, one of the – they boast uh, some of the best success, and that's the Christian Cafe. They boast 25,000 marriages. I'm not sure how – what time period that is over, but uh, this site is based on faith and values, and it's very serious about bringing together Christians for faith-based romance. This means that there's no sex involved here, okay? (laughs) This is romance and no sex with the Christian base. I'm kidding, of course. Um, If you've, uh, so, you know, take your favorite Bible verse and uh, head on over to Christian Cafe. If you like, but you might find your soulmate there, and and uh, a lot of people align uh, through Christian values. And if religion is important to you, and you want to share that with your partner, then I think Christian Cafe is uh, is an opportunity for you. And then Match dot com seized another market, yet another market for them, and that's called Our Time, and that is for uh, people in the fifty and up category. And uh, basically, Match.com knows what they're doing. So this is a site, uh, these people 50 and over might not be comfortable in the dating world, in the dating realm, in the dating game. They may have been married for 25, 30 years. They may have been in a sexless marriage and no sex marriage and encounter cheating, loneliness, masturbation, and shame. And they should go and watch my TED Talk. There's a little plug. Um, (laughs) Anyway, I didn't give the name of the TED Talk before. Uh, But anyway, if you 
you know, experienced a tough marriage uh, and now you're, you know, find yourself 55, 60 and, and you don't know what to do, you can go to our time. And so it, um, there's lots of great chat options and that helps you to connect. And so you can start chatting initially and have safe messaging because we're going to talk about unsafe messaging a bit later and uh, mutual matching introductions. So there's lots of online opportunities for those of you who would like to meet somebody. And, and I would suggest, you know, you go online. That's the way that it's done today. So you know, even like five or six years ago, I would ask people, how did you meet? And they would say, don't tell anybody, but we met online. And now it's like we met online. There's no other place to be to meet people except at political events. And we have an election coming up. So I suggest you sign up for one. And I often say the Liberal Party... <laughs> They probably make more money. I'm kidding. They have better suits. No, I'm joking. Anyway, <laughs> the men. Anyway, anyhow, what were you gonna say, Matt? Oh, I was just. Gonna, I, I was gonna agree with you that I didn't. I remember my first relationship from a dating site, and I we were together for almost three years, and we didn't like telling people that we met on Plenty of Fish. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. But now you you're pretty open about uh, oh, online dating. Yeah. Well, I think I I think just getting a little bit older, I just don't seem to care as, about as much stuff yeah. like that. Who so. cares anymore? If it, I figure people are talking about me, their lives must be incredibly dull. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.